Okay, we're in the last Mishnah in the fourth parak. So Perak Dalad Mishnah Yud Gimel. Says the Mishnah, we're going to clarify over here the different opinions as to what makes a Mamze. Says the Mishnah Yud Gimel, Ezhu Mamze, Kol She'er Basar Shehu Belo Yavo. Rabbi Akiva. The first opinion in what a Mamze is is Rabbi Akiva. He says, any relationship which is a relationship of Isser, meaning below Yavo, there isn't any kind of Isser, even if it does not um, bring along a punishment of Kares, that relationship will produce a Mamzer. Shimon HaTemani Omer, Kol Shechayivim Alav Kares, Biyadei Shemayim, Vahalacha Kedvarav. The second opinion is Shimon HaTemani, and he says that any Isser in the Torah for this relationship, which brings with it a punishment of Kares, so that, or greater, or Misa, um, Kol Shekein Misa, then um, the child from that relationship is a Mamzer, and the Mishnah states the Halacha is like him. <coughs> that is indeed the case. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Kol Shekein Allah Misa's based in. And the third opinion is Rabbi Yeshua, who is the most lenient, who says, no, there's only a mamzer when the relationship between this man and woman is, is has an isser, which carries with it the punishment of misa b'day shemaim, misa administered by the, by, by the human court. Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Azai, Matsasi Megilas Yuchsin b'Yerushalayim, v'chasuv ba ish ploni mamzer me'eshes ish, l'kayim diver Rabbi Yeshua. Says Rabbi Yeshua ben Azai that he found a book which contains um, which contains the different lineages. Um, he found that book in Jerusalem, and it wrote in it that a certain man um, had relations with an Eshes Ish, and that the child is a Mamza. <coughs> Excuse me, and that comes to support the words of Rabbi Yeshua who says that a mamzer is a product of a relationship which is an isser, which carries with it the punishment of misa, misa biyadei beizdin, misa in the hands of humans. Because an eshetish, a married woman, uh, the punishment for a relationship with, an, with a married woman is misa, is death, in the hands of men. Ishto shemesa motobachosa, girsho mesa motobachosa, Nises la acher umesa motobachosa, Yevimto shemesa motobachosa, Chalat la umesa motobachosa. The end of the Mishnah over here is telling us that the only time a man is usher to the sister of his wife is when the wife is alive. Therefore, it says that um, if his wife dies, then he is mutter with his wife's sister. Again, the reason is um, this particular iser of uh, one of the arayas, which is an iser kares, um, by meaning the iser of eshes uh, of achos ishto, the sister of his wife. This iser it says explicitly in the Torah um, in Vayikra Yudchet Yudchet bechayeha. The last word in the verse is bichayeha. This um, iser only lasts while she is alive. So therefore, if his wife dies, so he is allowed to go and marry her sister. 
if he divorces his wife and she dies, so he's allowed to go marry her sister. If he, he divorces his wife and she goes and she marries somebody else and she dies, then he's mutter to marry her sister. Meaning the emphasis over here is that it doesn't matter what happens to this woman, she has to die. Even after he divorces her, she still has to die in order for him to become mutter in her, in her sister. And even after he divorces her and she goes and marries somebody else, still it's not enough. He's still usher and her sister until after she dies. And then when she dies, then he's allowed to go marry her sister. Yevimto shemesa mutter ba'achosa means that also by his yevama. His yevama, if he does yibum to a woman and that woman dies, then he is allowed to go marry her sister. And conversely, if he does chalitza to a woman and she dies, then he is allowed to go marry her sister, still even by chalitza. So he still has to wait until the woman dies in order to be able to go and marry her sister. Um, perhaps worth noting over here that we do see that um, sometimes in secular American society, when two people get married, they say, till death do you part. But we see in um, Judaism that that is not true. Uh, that the only time that death makes a full makes a difference vis-a-vis these isurim is by a sister of his wife. Otherwise, by all the other iser, the isurim of Arias, so you see that the iser created by the marriage persists even after one of the couple, even after the wife dies or the husband dies, that there really still is a leftover piece of the marriage even after divorce and even after death. And therefore, it's really the, the impression and the relationship that we create, which the, is, the Isurim are a manifestation of, that relationship is really much, much deeper and it's not really till death do us part. That in fact, the relationship we make when we get married persists on even after death with the only exception is this one case of a wife and her sister. That's the end of the fourth pair. Moving on to the fifth pair. Uh, it's abs- absolutely amazing how much the Mishnah and the Gemara can do with the mitzvah of Yibum and Chalitza over here. Um, this la- this parak, um, parak Rabban Gamliel, which is the fifth parak, is going to be the... Um, We'll see that the first five parak really have their own flavor to them, which are all these different intricate cases of Yibum. Um, so moving on to Perakei Mishnah Aleph. Rabban Gamliel Omer, Ein Get Achar Get. Let, let me give a little bit of background before we start reading this Mishnah, and that is that, that this parak is going to start getting into issues of Mimer and Get in a Yibum situation, which we've talked about, but now we'll flesh out more. The only way... As way of introduction, the only way to do yibum is through actual physical relationships, actual physical relations. That's because um, the pasuk says that explicitly, yavama yavo That the in order to do yibum, he has to actually be yavo He has to actually do physical relations. Similarly, the only way to get rid of the zika and to free this woman to go marry who she wants. That is a chalitza, but a get does not work, only chalitza. Um, and we'll see later on more about the chalitza ceremony, but the chalitza is the only way to do that. Now, rabbinically speaking, you could do a kedushin with kesef, like we normally would do nowadays. 
um, that you would go with a normal with with a, with a woman who wasn't in a, in a yibum situation, and you would give her a ring, and that would betroth her to you. So too, a guy can go to his yivama and give her kedusha kesef, some form of money and or a ring, and that would betroth her to him. That just doesn't work in a derisive situation to make you and to make him his, to make her his full wife. Similarly, get is not going to release her from her zika from the situation of being with this guy. But rabbinically speaking, that this um, mimer or this get is going to create chumras on this woman that we'll see. Um, and so we will say it l'chumra. So for example, if um, one of the brothers, if let's say Ruvain dies and his wife falls out to Shimon and Shimon does mimer, now when Shimon wants to um, if he wants to make her his full wife, he still has to do actual yibum, which is physical relations. But if at this point, before he does that, after he did mimer, and he wants to um, divorce her, he has to give her a get to get rid of the mimer and a chalitza to get rid of the yibum situation, to get rid of the zika. Um, similarly, we would say that when when a woman falls out and he gives her a get, so we're not going to let her do yibum because he already gave her a get. But still, to get rid of her, to get to get her to free her to marry whoever she wants, he is going to have to give her a chalitza. Um, but the the get will work the chumra to be strict in the sense that we will not allow him to marry her at that point. Um, so let's begin the Mishnah. Mishnah Aleph. Rabban Gamliel Omer ein get achar get velo maimer achar maimer velo beila achar beila velo chalitza achar chalitza. So Rabban Gamliel's opinion is the following: that let's say over here that Ruvain and Shimon are brothers. Ruvain is married to two women, Rachel and Leah. Rachel and Leah now he Ruvain dies and Rachel and Leah fall out to Shimon. Now Shimon decides to give a get. To Rachel. Then he wants to go give a get to Leah. Now this get will have different implications. It will puzzle her from the kahuna, for example. So Rabbi Gamliel's opinion is that this get will not be effective vis-a-vis Leah, the second woman he gave it to, only vis-a-vis the first. Since he gave it the first time. So we say that that get worked, um, but it's only going to work once. It's not going to work twice. Whatever the get was able to accomplish, so it did that, and it's not going to work with the second woman. Similarly, um, if there are three brothers, Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi, and and Ruvain's married to Rachel, Ruvain dies, and Rachel falls out to Shimon and Levi. So if Shimon does mimer, and then Levi goes and does mimer, Rabban Gamliel's opinion is that only the first mimer worked and the second mimer didn't work. What's the difference? The difference is she's not going to need a get from Levi because the mimer didn't do anything. And those are on um, the level of mimer and get. On the level of yibum and chalitza, he also holds lo bi'ila achar ba'ila, meaning if Ruvain dies and his wife Rachel falls out to his two brothers Shimon and Levi, Shimon does a, does a physical act of marriage, and then Shimon does the physical act of marriage, and then Levi does the same act. So she's married, and she is the full wife of Shimon, 
and Levi's um, physical act did not accomplish anything vis-a-vis making her his wife or, or doing anything vis-a-vis the, for, for marriage. Velo chalitza similarly also, that there's no such thing as two chalitzas, that once Rachel falls out to Shimon and Levi, if Shimon gave her chalitza, so Levi giving her chalitza is not going to make a difference. Um, sometimes you will see that there is a difference about this when there's more than one woman, woman falling, and the same would be true. So if Ruvain was married to Rachel and Leah, and now he dies, and both of his wives fall out to Shimon and Levi, so if there's no bi'ila achar bi'ila, it means that once Shimon does um, yibum to Rachel, so if Levi is going to go and try to do yibum to the other wife, Leah, nothing happened. And similarly, the chalitza, the second chalitza would not pass her to the kahuna. It wouldn't be a chalitza, nothing would happen. And you wouldn't also have, the other ramifications of this are whether he would become forbidden to her relatives and her to his relatives. So none of that happened because we don't see them as having had a marital yibum or chalitza type of relationship. The Chachamim argue over here, in the second half of the Mishnah, the Chachamim omrim yesh ged achar ged v'yesh maimer achar maimer. So the first two cases they disagree with. They say it is possible to give two gets. So again, if Ruvain is married to Rachel and Leah, and he dies, and the two women, Rachel and Leah, fall out to his brother Shimon, if Shimon gave a get to both of them, the get works vis-a-vis both of them. The reason is because since the get did not the get did not disconnect the um, yibum situation. It did not take away or uproot the zika which connected these women to the yavam, Shimon. Therefore, the get still works. So therefore, when he gave a get to the first woman and to the second woman, they both work. And therefore, we will see, um, we'll create this situation where he'll be usher on her relatives. She'll be usher to the kahuna because she's considered a divorcee. Similarly, yesh maimer achar maimer, that if he, uh, they hold that since a maimer does not accomplish what physical relations would be accomplishes for a yibum situation, so therefore you could give more than one and all of them would, would be effective, would work. But if there was bi'ila, physical relationship, or chalitza, so then for sure the bi'ila that finishes off the relationship, that uh, the yibum situation, on a deraisa level. So it completely makes the yibum was fulfilled; it was taken to its completion, and chalitza uproots all the zika completely. So anything that happens after that is going to be ineffective. You can't have maimer or get or another bi'ila, another physical relation, or another chalitza after that. So on those, they agree. It's just on these rabbinic ones of Mimer and Get that they have their disagreement. Again, the disagreement is that Rabban Gamliel holds that you can only have in any given situation of Yibum one Get or one Mimer. And the Rabbanans say no, that you could have multiple Gets or multiple Mimers in any given situation. The only thing that will prevent any further action from happening is an actual Bi'ila, a physical relationship, or a Chalitza, a real Deraisa Chalitza. That's the end of the first mission.